Haley. Welcome back to today's podcast episode. Today we're going to talk about Vision 2023. Now, if you have not had a chance to listen to Vision 2022, I highly recommend you listen to that. I filmed that in September of 2021, and the entire forecast was for the business industry and the education industry. In that podcast episode, I did break down how those two industries were going to be changing forever. And as we can see today, the business industry is completely evolving and shifting, including the changes to tax write-offs for sales professionals and other things that are changing with the IRS code. And when it comes to education, we're now seeing that education is changing as the growth of online courses begins to rise. Now, while there are still licenses and different permits for different industries, we are still noticing that the schools that teach old traditional education are not teaching the modern skills that most professionals need to survive. And all licenses are given to people who are indeed sales professionals. So in today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about Vision 2023. And I've had to look over this forecast for a little bit longer. I have a few points to the 2023 vision because with social media being such a fast moving tool, things are beginning to move at a faster speed. So I do want to read you this excerpt from The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. If you have not had a listen to it, I listen to it on Spotify, but you can also pull it up on YouTube. It is free and it is 30 minutes. It's the same with the human being. Take a salesman, for example. There is no other person in the world today with the future of a good salesman. Selling is the world's highest paid profession. If we're good at it and if we know where we're going, Every company needs top-notch salesmen, and they reward those men. The sky is the limit for them. But how many can you find? Someone once said the human race is fixed, not to prevent the strong from winning, but to prevent the weak from losing. The American economy today can be likened to a convoy in a time of war. The entire economy is slowed down, to protect its weakest link, just as the convoy had to go at the speed that would permit its slowest vessel to remain in formation. That's why it's so easy to make a living today. Now, I do want to break this down because I will be talking about how this is one of the three points that I want to discuss in this podcast episode. But I don't think we really thought about the economy in this light. Mind you, The Strangest Secret was written many, many years ago. But I don't think we've fully taken a look at just how great a time we're in right now to create income and to be able to also place ourselves at the top of our industries. When you look at the excerpt that I read with selling being the world's highest paid profession, every person sells, but not every person gets good at it. Now, there are a lot of people that sell themselves as a victim, 
And there are people that sell themselves as leaders driving change because they also see where the world will be. And with our academy, I wholeheartedly believe that there's no way we can continue to push forth an industry that is a pure luxury and continue to dilute it and make it more affordable. In saying that, you may be thinking, well, it's all about price. Not necessarily. Because there will always be a demand, but there isn't always a supply. Yes, there is a group of people who are saving the money and who are really being cautious of what luxuries they spend on. And there will always be a group of people that are looking for affordable things. But there will also always be a huge percent of people that will serve those people looking for affordable. The biggest thing is that quality will always be the dividing factor. The quality of a salesperson is that they get good at it and they get clear on where they're going and they learn what they need to learn in order to be the best at their job. But also they understand that the sky is the limit for them. The piece of this that really strikes me and that actually had me really pondering for a while in terms of putting this vision out is the part where it says the entire economy is slowed down to protect its weakest link. Not to prevent the strong from winning, but to prevent the weak from losing. How often do you hear about the rich get richer and, you know, um, there's no opportunities and, you know, people are are hurting and people are just going to get poorer and poorer. And you start to see those things on social media. And it's really heartbreaking because on one hand, the homeless community is growing and you're seeing people that are on social media, they're on their phones and they're doing calls for help and they're going live and they're you know, asking people for donations and they're really um, putting, you know, putting out like, I need help. But on the other hand, there's also a huge opportunity because you can either be the person that's asking for the help or you can be the person that is committed to driving and going to get the help. Okay. And I want to make sure that I'm very Politically correct, but I also know that this will shake things up for you because here's the thing. When I look at 2020, that was the start of it all. 2020 was the start when every person was at zero. We all had to figure out what to do. And the beauty industry was heavily impacted. We all had to close. Now, if you were in a state that didn't force you to close, then that was a blessing for you. But we had to close. And if we had payroll, we had staff, we had things that had to be paid for, we had bills. Mind you, in the beauty industry, you don't just have your home bills, you got your shop bills too. So those things had to be paid. And you either chose to be on the side that was having their hands out saying, please help me, please help me. Or you were the person that was saying, you know what? I'm going to focus on what I need to do. I'm going to double down on driving online sales. I'm going to double down on what I can do. I'm going to invest 
and figure out some information. I'm going to invest and put myself in groups that are going towards growth, that are focused on growth, because I can't sit in this position where I'm constantly worrying about what I'm going to do. If you're constantly worrying about what you're going to do, you're going to be constantly worrying about what you're going to do. So you have to focus on, I can't worry right now. So let me figure out what I'm going to do. What are my options? And I think a lot of times we look at what we lack instead of tapping into what options we actually have. Now, you are not the weakest link. Because the fact that you tuned into this podcast episode is letting me know that you're excited for 2023, whether you're nervous, fearful, etc. You're excited because you're looking for more information about it. And also, you know that if you're tuned into this frequency, we do things in excellence. Okay, before we um, start looking at social media and following trends and doing all this other stuff, we actually take the time to critically think and figure out what do we need to do in order to not only um, collectively remain in excellence, but what do you need to do for your people, right? Because your clients are looking for you to help them with their self-care and that's why they invest in you. Think about it. Majority of your clients come to you because they need help with their self-care or they need help with their skin, which also goes back to their lack of taking care of the self-care. So you have to really double down on taking care of you so you can remain in a good place in a high frequency to help take care of them. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and get into the three points that I have. Um, I've actually said this before in a live last year, and I briefly mentioned it in the Vision 2022, and I also mentioned it in a podcast episode about um, the Boss Chick Slide. And I really talked about how the concept of masculine and feminine energies are greatly shifting. The way we knew masculine and feminine energies was like male and female, right? Or um, the ones who are like hustle mode versus rest mode. And so what we're noticing today is that we have to change. We can sit on social media and, and watch and consume all the content. And someone says, oh, well, this is how you be feminine. Well, this is how you, um, you know, hustle and work and make money and et cetera. But currency is changing. Currency, as we know it, money is changing. And the people who only focused on the money are going to start realizing that they lack currency in relationships. They lack currency in um, character because now what things are you willing to do for free if you've always been a person that's been driving at home about money, right? And so it's really shifting the way we look at currency as an energy as a whole. But the biggest thing is our beauty industry is going to have to get stronger and we're going to start seeing the weakest links leave and go to other industries. Okay. If you go back to the stranger's secret, he talks about who succeeds. And he said, the only man who succeeds is the man who is progressively realizing a worthy ideal. He is the man who says, I am going to become this and then begins to work towards the goal. I'll tell you who the successful people are. The success is the school teacher who is teaching school because that's what they wanted to do. The success is the woman who is a wife and mother because she wanted to become a wife and mother and is doing a good job of it. 
The success is anyone who is doing deliberately a predetermined job because that's what they decided to do deliberately. But only one out of 20 do that. That's why today there isn't really any competition unless we make it for ourselves. Instead of competing, all we have to do is create. Again, I highly recommend you listen to The Strangest Secret because literally it gives you that that mindset shift. It gives you that mental shift where you're like, you know what? It is strange. It is very strange that if you look at the journey of an esthetician, for example, a person will go through the same process as someone who truly wants to be an esthetician, right? They will go in it and they will spend the money to go to school. They will go through the hours to get their license. And once they get to the end of it, they are, they'll try, but if they don't see the money they want to see, they'll give up. So what makes a person go to a steady school and become a success? And what makes another person go to a steady school and not become a success? Is it the school? Because the school didn't have everything they needed to learn? Is it the teacher? Because the teacher's are also not really caring and they're just in it for the money and they're not really trying to teach the people what they need to know to get to the next level? Is it the fact that the person who went to the school and realized they didn't have all the information so they invested in continuing education succeeding, but then the person who's only about the money is only about the money and that's why they're not investing in it to further their career because they really don't care about the career topic? These are questions literally that I've been pondering on as I've really looked over how education and business as a whole are breaking down. Because then you look at it like this. If every person goes to the same starting point, why do they not have the same ending point? And it really goes to this. It doesn't matter how much money you make when it comes to that, because money is going to flow to you. Your life and resource and currency is going to flow to you when you are doing deliberately a predetermined job because that's what you decided you wanted to do deliberately. When you first started your previous job, whatever that may have been, maybe you worked at a retail store, maybe you worked at a call center, maybe you worked um, at a hotel, or maybe worked in a, in a doctor's office, whatever you did prior to what you're doing today, you were determined to get that job. But was it led by money? Or was it led because you really wanted to do the job? Look at the people you encounter in life today. Some of them are not happy. Some of them don't really care about their job. And they go to work and they fall into this group culture. And that is why McDonald's has that go ahead mentality. You pull up and they like, you know, they have that little fake. Welcome to McDonald's. Today we have blah, blah, blah. What would you like? And then after that, it's like, you can go ahead with your order. And then you pull them around and they just like, they slide the door open. They tell you your total. They slide it back closed and they slide it back open, give you your change and slide it back closed. And you just like, okay, well, I guess I'll go ahead. And it's also why people see the alternative culture and they go to Chick-fil-A and they're like, oh, you know, I feel off if Chick-fil-A is rude to me. I feel off if they don't 
tell me have a good day or my pleasure. I feel off if they don't give me an extra sauce. Like I feel off if they're not smiling at me because that culture has been created that says this is the culture of excellence that we have here. You cannot go into Chick-fil-A if you really don't care about helping the people and either the people or the business not correct you. Yet you can go to McDonald's and you can get by off of a check because that's the way the culture is created. Now, think about a person who really cares about the culture of the food and beverage industry and they come into a McDonald's branch and they're there deliberately to do that job because they want to see McDonald's turn around. And they go in there and they start at entry level and then they start noticing things that could be fixed and they are actively working to fix them and they become a manager. And now their store has a new culture of excellence. What does that do for the people, though? The ones who are like, oh, this is too much. I ain't going to do all that. They're going to leave or they're going to get put out. The ones who are like, yes, I want to be around a place that has top notch service. I want to learn from people who um, demand a higher standard and they place look clean, too. I want to work somewhere that's clean. Those people are going to now come in. And now the entire culture is elevating fast food. Now, if you come back to the beauty industry, there's so many people that are solo. And there's many different reasons why. But when you open a solo business and you don't have the business acumen and you don't have the self-management and nobody can tell you anything, you become one of the rest of the massive group of people that have no professionalism. Um, the reason that they say they don't support black businesses, um, the reason they say black businesses are cheap, you become a part of that. Even if you mentally are like, no, I'm really trying, like, I'm really trying to like do better. If you have not been exposed to a higher level of service, you will think the service you're giving is enough. If all you do is use social media and what the girls on social media are doing as your baseline, you will think putting Doritos, fun size M&Ms and um, those little strawberry candies and some Sam's Club water is top tier. And I'm here to tell you that it's top tier to to some clients. But to those clients that you're like, I want to bring in clients that are paying me more money that I, they're not going to have to use afterpay that, you know, they got the disposable income and they're going to refer people that also have the same thing. You're going to have to come more correct, especially with being in the market where there's elites that are like, okay, we got Fiji waters, we got Pana water, we got Pellegrino, we got a little champagne, we got this, we got that. You're going to have to come harder. And if you're not willing to invest in yourself to learn more, then you are subconsciously feeding your ego. Your ego will tell you you're doing enough, but you're really a part of the conformity. You're really a part of just doing it just to go and get a check. But when you fully are doing it and you're deliberately saying that this is the predetermined job you want to do and you're so focused on wanting to succeed in that, you're going to do whatever it needs to be done to figure out how to be the best. You're going to learn all the classes. You're going to do all the things. You're going to spend all the money because you realize, OK, I can't afford not to. I can't afford to sit in the group that conforms and all they do is be on social media and twerking and carrying on all day. No, I need to focus on what rooms I need to be in, who I need to be networking with, 
what things do I need to place in my business so people on that higher tier that I'm looking for know that I mean my business. And that is truly the difference between why another person comes becomes successful and why another one doesn't. It's why one, everything they touch turns to gold and another one doesn't. Because the person that says, I believe in myself, I want to do this, I will be the top elite esthetician, I am going to do this, they are the ones that oftentimes feel the most insecure about it, or they feel the most down about it, or they feel as if something's not right. They won't tell you that, but they feel like, I really want to succeed, but something's just not working. And then on the flip side, the ones that don't necessarily succeed as great as they could, they're the ones that are like, oh, well, this is good. This is fine. I don't have to do anything more. Why would I need to go to Four Seasons to get a service? Well, because you want to actually see what what makes a person pay 300 plus for a service. That's why. Because you're talking to a different person, Right? Especially if you want to talk to the spa connoisseurs, they they know that $99 is not is not what they want. So you have to learn how to talk their language. All right. So here's the thing. The industry, the beauty industry, but I'm just going to talk to estheticians right now. When it comes to the beauty industry, you have a license. Okay. And so we cannot keep doing it the way that our grandmothers and our mothers and their generation did it. It is no longer about just sitting behind a chair and anybody walk in and that just being the gossip center. OK, now people are really diving down and wanting to feel more confident, but they're also demanding more from you. All right. They want to come to spaces that uplift them, encourage them and where they can also talk about topics outside of gossip. OK, they don't want to just talk about, yeah, she did this and she did this. They want to actually get into spaces that encourage them to mature, that encourage them to say, well, have you looked at it this way? Well, have you considered it this way? And so you have to get to a level of maturity that says, okay, I can command this um, room as the authority professional, all right? So I highly recommend that you really do your research and start really figuring out how other sales professionals work. The two industries that I love the most is real estate and adult entertainment, okay? And when I'm saying adult entertainment, I actually mean like the strip club, the nightclubs. But if you look at how real estate professionals and you look at how exotic dancers operate, their entire individual model works to make the collective succeed. Think about it. You need an entertainer's license to be a dancer, okay? You need a real estate license to sell real estate, okay? Both of them have professional licensing just like we do. When it comes to real estate, if you really think about it right now as you're listening to this, think about the person that is a real estate agent and they maybe don't, they, let's just say they don't look like they sell a house over half a mil. Okay. But then you have those other people that sell million dollar homes, seven, eight, nine figure homes. 
And even if they're not the most super dressed up person, the way they carry themselves about business has structure. Okay? When it comes to adult entertainers, dancers, entertainers, right? Each individual person is responsible for their individual look as well. They're responsible for their attire. They're responsible for their shoes. They're responsible for their their smell. They're responsible for their look. And you can tell who invests in their look and who does not. You can tell who's really bringing in the money. You can see that the person may double down on on, um, marketing online, etc., but they have a system. The club that they're at or the clubs that they work at, they know that there's a system. There's a system for security. There's a system for how to um, work the room. There's a system for how to... Um, you know, pick a song, dance, etc. There's a system that they follow. And the ones who follow the system to the T and work on constant improvement, those are the ones that resources come available to them. Those are the ones that money continues to flow to them. Those are the ones that are constantly out seeking opportunities versus the other ones who may not sell as much or who may be like, oh, I ain't making no money. I'm just only going to go two days a week or whatever. All right. So the three points I want you to think about, because I don't want this video to be too long or this podcast to be too long, but I really want you to do your own research. Right. I'm just giving you the starter knowledge. And this is only like 20% of the changes that I see in 2023. So I don't want to overwhelm you, but I want you to really take the time to think about this. The three things that you want to look at, do you have in your business or do you have in your mental mindset capacity? One is individual to team efforts. Okay. Real estate agents, um, dancers, they all work on teams. Individually, they have their own sales, but all of them work for a team. They work for a broker or they work for another real estate agent team under a broker. Dancers, they sometimes have to come together to, you know, do the stage or whatever. So there's a team effort. Everybody has to be on point so that everybody can drive and attract the money in and have a clean process. So it's just like T-ball. You got to find your tribe. I'm going to tell you right now, this is not participation sports. The weakest link will be put out. That's how it is even with elite estheticians. Even if you come to an event or you um, see our content and maybe you come in and you're just like having your own idea of how something should be or whatever, the elites are going to chime in and the elites are going to be like, no, that's not how we do things. Like literally the elites have gotten to a point where it's like, why are you discounted? Like they will correct you. I don't even have to put another post up. They'll just be like, okay, you don't like, let's not do that. Why are you doing that? Right. And it's not in a way that is to be negative to you. It's a way to say, listen, we're a team. So we all have to have the same quality of the team effort and we have to find our tribe and we also have to take care of each other. And sometimes that means self-correction and making sure that we're still on point. All right. Um, The second thing is management systems. 
Um, professionals, real estate professionals use CRMs, which is customer relationship management systems for estheticians. That would be your booking system. So how are you using your booking system? Are you using email outreach? And here's the thing about email outreach. If you're using email outreach, I understand that um, it can be hard to put emails out every single day. You don't have to put emails out every single day. You can put emails out once a week. You put them once a month. But whatever you do, you still want to have some form of relationship management with your customers. If you use social media, that's fine. Text message, etc. But having a system that helps to maintain the customer relationship is going to greatly benefit you. All right. That can also be like your export list for um, maybe if you have freebies, like, you know, five tips to take care of your skin, you know, post pandemic and things like that. So you can have drivers that gather emails of potential clients and you really want to know like what that flow is. How does that work in real estate? Well, when people inquire about their services, they may, you know, schedule like a new homeowner seminar or something like that. And then from there, they start to explain to them the process and what that looks like and what their next steps are going to be and things like that. And it really guides the customer. When it comes to my school, I have to have an admissions process because it guides the student so that they know this is the process to become a student of our school. When it comes to um, dancers, they have a process. They know that the person comes in through the door, they go, they might sit down at the bar, and then after that, they might go sit down at a table or whatever, but they understand that the work they do for that client, they have the power to help that client come back or to connect with that client on social media or to say, hey, you know, I really would like for you to continue to be a client. And that that's how you start seeing girls that have people that come in that's like, I'm here for her. It's her birthday, cash out, et cetera. So having that customer relationship system, whatever it is for you, is going to be key because people are looking at you. You are the reason a person will book, rebook or not. All right, so number three is higher commission efforts to drive those solo or team sales. So basically, different jobs and different companies are going to have to pay higher commissions. And if they don't pay you higher commissions and they're only going to pay you hourly, they're going to need to put some sort of bonus in there to where the team can collectively work together to earn the bonus. This will help drive those sales because People don't want to just work by the hour anymore. Now, if we go back to the stranger's secret, being that the economy is moving or slowing down to accommodate the weakest link, you would think that the hourly wage is the thing that accommodates that weakest link. And we're starting to see like in the tech industry, they're paying out six figures for different tech jobs. Because the tech industry is the driver of this new age that we're moving into. So in the beauty industry, while you may think that working for yourself is going to make you more money, if you really look at that percentage that you pay yourself after you do the expenses, if you do not get the discount mentality out of your head, you could be making less than you would if you were working hourly. I won't go too far into that because I feel like each person individually has to work through that on their own. Um, but what's going to happen is if you are the weakest link, you will 
suffer financially because you're going to see that if your mindset doesn't grow and you don't learn new information, you could be paying people to come see you, all right, Um, because you don't know your numbers and because you don't properly account to make sure that you're paid. We're all trying to get more clients, right? But if, if two people are both going out and they're both aiming for clients and they both get 10 clients, the person who doesn't know their costs makes less than the person who takes the time to invest in learning about their costs if they didn't already know. And when that person also learns how to drive a higher command rate as well, because you can't just work at that one rate forever. You have to consider what the growth would look like. And for some of you, you may be afraid to take your cost up five or $10 because your tips and your current clientele are reflective of the work you've done before to where they're not going to pay you more. They don't see the value in what you're doing. And so there's so many factors to that, which is why I highly recommend that you get someone to help you with your management if you don't already have someone. Um, But that was that final point that I wanted to share with you about how we have to focus on driving those sales. It's not just marketing. It's also about being confident enough to um, know your costs, know how much you need to um, have in terms of your client books, but also understanding that you want to talk to your ideal client too, because if not, you're just going to have onesie twosies. So yeah, it's a whole little cycle that can happen there. Now, listen, I hope you got so much value out of today's podcast episode. It is kind of vague, okay, because I went over the Vision 2023, but remember, this is only a small piece of it, but I really want to get your wheel spinning because I want you to start looking at how your change has to happen this year. Not to push a timeline on you, but your change is you. Before your business, it's you. Are you the person that can drive six, seven, eight figures into your business? Do you know the people you need to know to do that? And are you investing what you need to invest to get access to your network? These are all things you have to consider this year because a lot of you are focused on the money and you really got to focus on the resource. Sometimes you just need to place yourself where your future client is. Sometimes you just need to run into somebody at Whole Foods, or you need to run into somebody at the dealership, or you need to run into somebody versus always focusing on the money. And until you put yourself around people that know how to get there, you're going to continue to think that where you are is the sky for you. And it's not. Okay. So listen, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Please tag me on Instagram. If today really was a message that Um, really gave you some insight. And I will definitely continue to put more information out as we um, really solidify what the forecasting is. And there's my little one screaming. So listen, you guys, I will talk to you soon. Whatever you do, stay elite.